It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. What I don't rhyme to step two, step two, step two, step two. <laughs> and we're back. Zexy Genius Podcast. This is Mix. And I have with me. Michelle. Okay, you got to be on point. You can't be, you know, we, it was right there. You got to keep it going. Oh, dude, come on. I got to breathe. You want to you, you, you take you that long to breathe? I mean, I did the long intro. You're supposed to be ready. I was trying. I'm sorry. I'll do better. <laughs> <laughs> so what's new? What you been up to? I know it's been a while since I've been had time to go on the podcast, but we finna finna get back at it. I got to get back at it. I'm totally ashamed of myself for not having seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Are you truly in a hurry to see it? Yes, I wanted to see it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I couldn't find a single person to go to the movies with me. I feel like an outcast. Huh? Well, welcome to the crew. We're all outcasts over here. Oh, you got a new baby. You know, <laughs> you have an excuse. Oh, yeah. My baby's 25, so... I mean, have you heard the reviews about it? I mean, from... We're not, you know, the reviews on TV. I'm about actual people. What have been people been saying about it? Everybody that I have talked to said it is better than the first. It is the best movie that they have seen in like five years, and I need to get my butt to the theater immediately. Okay, saying it's better than the first is not saying much. I mean, honestly, the first one wasn't all that great of a movie. It was a it was a good movie, but it wasn't all that great. It was a baseline movie. It was building the base to to. To, you know, expand upon. Right. So, it wasn't a bad movie. You're right. I mean, I enjoyed it. So, I mean, if the next one is better, that then they built a good foundation. So, tomorrow's $5 Tuesday. You should go see it. What time are you picking me up? Danny, what time are you picking her up? Yeah, you should check. You should check. If you want to go see it tomorrow, Friday out Tuesday, buy your ticket right now. Because they've been selling out quick lately. Especially that's going to sell out quick. So buy your tickets now. Do I need to get online? Danny, Danny's going to Google it right now. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Hi, Danny. Hi. <laughs> now, have you watched Dear White People on Netflix? I did not. Do you even do? Have you watched anything on Netflix? Honestly, be honest. Stranger Things. That was pretty good. The new one comes out in Hollow for Halloween. I know. That's gonna really tear me apart because it comes out around then too. So. Oh, it. Uh, that, that movie never that never scared me. I've watched the the first one. The book was creepy as hell. The movie did justice to the book, but it was because Tim Curry was the Pennywise. Yeah. So I'm I'm anxious to see who they got to play Pennywise this time. Isn't it just CGI? Because from what the previews like, it's just CGI. It could be, but I, that doesn't mean it's going to be bad. Okay. Because they've improved on the Joker every time. They faltered on Batman, so. <laughs> but you know, so it it could be good. I mean, I, I I'm gonna give it a chance. 
because, I mean, Tim Curry did a damn good job. He did a very good job. Okay, well, let me say this about Dear White People. Better than the movie. You don't have to have seen the movie to understand what's going on in the show. It goes by quick because it's 10 episodes. I only think they're about an hour long each. No, I think they're like half hour. They're about a half hour long each. And it goes by quick. Oh, I could binge watch that. I did it like when the first night it came out, I sat and watched them all. I didn't even try to. I ended up watching them all. Great story. Great characters. They build on the characters yeah, from the movie. You have to help me out here. What was the, what was the storyline or premise behind that? The premise is being a black student at a, at a white college. Uh, I went to UW Oshkosh. I understood it completely. I got it completely. How certain things happen, you know. White people want to. I don't think I've ever actually experienced like that world because uh, I don't think of myself as a black person until I'm treated like one. <laughs> well, if you want when I when I interact with the world, I interact with the world like I'm interacting with people. Well, when you're on a campus with you know. 10,000 people, and there's only like, well, I wouldn't say 10,000, I'm not sure how many people are Oshkosh. Thousands of people, and there's only like 20, you know, black students. <laughs> you tend to kind of stick together, and then you tend to kind of, you know, go through shit as a group. If something happens to one of us, it happens to all of us, you know, and that's typically what the show is about. Well, because I try to avoid interacting with any people I don't care if you're black, white, green, purple whatever I like to, to hide behind my keyboard okay so I, I think that maybe that's why I have a different experience but I mean I've been on college campuses I've been like the only black person in places and I never felt out of place I felt watched like, you know, does she know what to do here? Does she know what to do there? Because I go to conferences for my job. But I just, I don't, it doesn't bother me. But I guess if I'm the only one there, it would be obvious they were picking on the only black person there. So. Right, that's the thing about the movie is like, there's only 20 of them there. So you go to classes and it's like you're in a class of 100 people and you're the only black person in there. And, you know, when the subject of slavery comes up or, you know, some bullshit like that, you get, you know, the side looks and everything of that nature. That's why I rely on facts. Well, no, it's not. I present facts. I mean, it's history. facts. It's facts, but they always want you to put your input in. Like, a lot of times you don't feel like being the one talking about Martin Luther King in class. You know, somebody else take that shit on, you know? Because I don't, because that's not... Depending on what the subject is, you know, if they bring up slavery, I would, you know, and they say, well, that was the way of the times or whatever, I'd be like, okay, then how would you feel if I came to your house and took your child away from you and sold him to somebody else? 
and said you had no right to say anything about that. Well, that would never happen to me. Why would it never happen to you? Ding, 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 because you're white? Yeah. I just shut it down. I, I just use logic against them. You, you, you put yourself in my position. You came and you stole a bunch of people from a land that wasn't yours. And then you seasoned them, which means you beat them into submission, which means they resisted your control. And then after you had beat them into submission, you stole their language, their religion, their children. Just, I just flip it on them and say, you know, put yourself in this position. How would you feel? Would you want somebody to treat you like that? But what I don't like that a lot of black people do is they hold on to an anger that they actually don't feel. My father can still be mad at white people because my father is 84 years old and he was actually discriminated against, spit on, kicked, hosed down. He can be mad. I can be upset. But I haven't experienced half of what he has. So I have to think of a better way to combat those things. And whether it's one of me or 200 of me or 2,000 or 2 million of me, we have to be better as people to combat that type of point of view. Because they think that they honestly believe they're entitled. I don't know. Well, I think you're right. Check out the show. What put put your Netflix subscription to some use for once. You're gonna pay for that one. <laughs> go watch your go watch Luke Cage. I know you haven't watched that yet. I know. Go watch Daredevils. Go watch Jessica Jones. I don't like Jessica Jones. You can skip. You can skip. Um, Iron Fist. Skip Iron Fist, because, yeah, that should have been way better than what it should have been. And just watch them, because when the Defenders come out later this year, you don't want to be that far behind. Okay. I'll try to catch up. Yeah, catch up. So what else has been going on? Let me on? ask you a question. Oh, here we go. Do you think racism could be solved if every race Except I'll take Native Americans out of it because they don't have anything to be sorry for unless there were people here, which I don't think there were. It depends on who you talk I to. There was, I, I don't know because because Hispanics, the Mexican part that was the United States, those are indigenous people too. Like they're Native American type people. So I think that they had treaties with them because that was all considered Mexico. They didn't, like, go into those lands and try to take anything. So I will take Native Americans out of it. But do you think that racism could be solved if every race admitted what they did wrong, 
throughout the years? No. You know, way more deeper. In this country, at least, it's way more deeper than that. And, and plus, some people will just won't admit to it. No, uh, but I'm, what I'm saying, in this utopia that is in my mind, white people admitted they stole a country, they stole a people, they beat the shit out of people, they, you know, and black people admitted that, you know, they don't always try to be the most intelligent or work-savvy people. And I, I don't even take Asians out of it because Asians are kind of out of it. They're discriminated against simply because they're Asian. They're hardworking people. They pay their taxes. They, you know, they do everything they're supposed to. They're just not liked because they are a secular community. So you don't think that it would go away if everybody admitted what they did wrong? Racism is not leaving this country for at least another shit it's gonna be I don't I don't see it Jesus will come back <laughs> right because that I mean look where we're at and it's the same shit that's been when was Rodney oh, no. think about this what's going on now is not the same shit it's the same fight though we just want to be we don't want special treatment we don't want more than the next person we just want to be treated as humans. That's all he asks. That's, that's, like, we just want to matter. Like Michael Chase said in his uh, comedy special, we just want black lives to matter. And we came in with that because of the argument over that. Just to matter. Not to say we're better than anybody, we just want to matter. And it's still controversy. But do you think our community portrays that as our front is that what we portray it's not no it's it's not we, because we, we are let portrayed as criminals because a lot of us are no that's because we, we let portrayed as drug addicts and welfare queens because a lot of us are no that's because we let the lowest common denominator speak for us why is a no, man that's what they show on tv but no that's what we show ourselves okay communities that i've come from and I say, hey, this is how you get into college, and this is, you know, this is how you finish high school, and, you know, what can I do to help you? I am met with stairs of emptiness. Because we want to keep it real to the lowest common, lowest common denominator. Hope I'm stuttering on that shit. But here's the thing. You see, you take a man, a black man, a black guy, right? He goes through high school, struggles. But he graduates, he gets a college scholarship, goes to play sports to better his life, buys his mom a house. And what does he do? The same old shit. He wants to be keep it real to the guy on the corner with no fucking job, smoke weed all day, going back and forth to the liquor store. That makes no sense. Why is he looking for approval of that guy? You've made it. You've made out the hood. Do better with your life. You don't got to put on a show for him or them. And that's the problem is that you got you got these guys who but, make it, and yet they still want to don't don't still want to appease that person. Who gives a fuck what that person think thinks? That, that that mindset comes from the fact that they grew up in that mindset, and now that he's made it, 
He doesn't know any other way to show he's made it. Other than, you know, look at the car I'm driving, look at the chick I'm with, look at the house I live in. Because that's what he grew up in. No, no, I mean, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying that the fact that he's looking for the approval of that person. The fact that, you know, he has to go back and do certain things to approve, to get the approval of that man. You know? But that's his mindset because that's where he came from. We need to change that mindset down there. So once you make it, because there are black dentists, and dentists make a lot of money. Most of them are millionaires. Right. There are black dentists. You don't see these black dentists trying to impress the people in the hood. They want to get as far away from those people as they can. Because you don't become a dentist because your mindset is in who's got the newest Jordans or who's got the best, you know, t-shirt, cap, earring, gold teeth. That's, that, that's <laughs> not where your mindset is. But I think athletes get caught up in that because they don't ever get to graduate out of that mindset. So once they make it and they got money, that's all they know to do to impress. You know what black dentists do to impress? They buy million dollar homes. No, they go on they vacations. Drive, huh? They go on vacations to different countries. They go on vacations. They buy $250,000 cars. They put their kids in private school. Their kids get braced. You know, they do the shit that normal people would do when they make money. Because that's not their mindset. And I don't think you get a dentist out of a ghetto mentality. I, I, I just don't think you do. I'm sure there are some. Can you imagine but, a ghetto dentist? That should no, be wild. No, no, no. That should be wild. Going motherfucker no. got gold teeth and shit. Get the dude, don't even say that shit. <laughs> a ghetto ass dentist? You go in, motherfucker got Jet and Ebony, Ebony you know, magazines on the table waiting for you and shit. I have no problem with that. I have no problem with that because that to me promotes our community because the people you're not seeing hood rats and I'm sorry to use that term, but you're not seeing chicks with thongs on and thigh high boots and all this. You don't see that in Ebony. You see women in elegant gowns with their hair done. You know, fucking prominent people. Gucci man playing in the waiting area. Boy, that'd be a hell of a no. dentist office. Okay, you open that dentist office, I won't come. Hey, I bet you that motherfucker be packed. I bet you it would. I'm sorry. I don't want all eight <laughs> of my fucking teeth gold. Gucci Man playing, no, Double XL magazines, you know what I'm saying, in the waiting area. Why are you doing this to me? You said you were my friend. Stop it. I'm thinking about, I'm trying to tell you what the ghetto dental office would be. No, that is the point. We should be trying to get rid of ghettos. You got to change the culture, you got to change the mentality. That's not going to happen. 
it's I, what? I, I don't think that's ever happening. Well, then we're going to have the ghetto forever. And I'm going to be considered, and I've been called, I have been called bougie three times in the last two weeks. Were you called bad and bougie or just bougie? I've been called both. Because <laughs> it's okay to be called... <laughs> it's okay to be called bad and bougie, but you can't be just called bougie. Well, I was called bougie and bad and bougie. But I, it, they meant I had a bad attitude. I don't know what bad and bougie actually means. What? You don't listen to Migos? No. Oh, boy. So what else? Should I? Ah, uh, you, you know. I, yeah. <laughs> I personally don't listen to him that tight. Uh, I might hear a song or two on accident. He'd be like, oh, that's the Migos. Okay, I didn't even know. But as far as seeking out their music, I'm sorry, I just don't. I'm old school. Give me 90s Ice Cube pre-Friday. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. after, after the movie I Friday... I have any fans, I'm about to lose them now. I have never been a big fan of rap music. Uh, uh, what were you a fan of? Lose all your fans. Go ahead, tell it. Really? What you been a fan of? I like alternative, alternative rock. I'm... Whatever catches my ear, because I wound up listening to Justin Bieber, and I didn't know I was listening to Justin Bieber. So it's really whatever catches my soul. I'm not saying rap music is bad. I don't. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying it's not what I lean towards. I lean towards alternative music. So it comes out. You're a Justin Bieber fan. I've, I've never known. Not, fan. I happen to like a song or two by Justin Bieber. I don't try to change it up now. No, I didn't know it was Justin Bieber when I was listening to it and as soon as I heard it was Justin Bieber I was like, oh god. I wanted to kill myself. Mm, did you really? Or did you say this is <laughs> I feel at home listening to this. Is that what you said? I feel at home. I feel at ease. This no. is this is right in the world. Me listening to Justin no, Bieber. No, I did not feel like that at all. If you if you want me to if you want me to to justify that, I will go straight to Whitney Houston. I, I that made me feel at home. I connected with her. I liked her music. Now people are gonna think I'm a crackhead. But hey, you call you, <laughs> are you calling Whitney Houston a crackhead? Yes. <laughs> I actually found a video on YouTube where it was a, a comedian who was working with one of the, uh, on, he was working on the set of The Bodyguard or when Whitney Houston was filming it. And he was saying that he was getting Whitney and Bobby cocaine every day. I had to find the video and post it to the uh, mixed up page. But he was talking about how he was buying an eight ball of cocaine. Taking his cut of it and then giving Winnie and Bobby the rest, the rest of it, 
No, he'll take his cut, then cut the rest of it with baking soda, and then give it the rest to them. So he is pretty much robbing them of their cocaine. Can't trust the crackhead. I'm just going to put it out there. You tell somebody who does coke to get you coke, you're not going to get all your coke. Oh, I have seen that firsthand. <laughs> I have seen that firsthand, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Not that they was getting coke from me, but, um. Yeah. Asking the cokehead to get you coke is not going to turn out good at all. No, Might as well. you ain't going to get all of it. You ain't going to get all of it at all. It's going to be cut to hell. <laughs> but okay, you want to know how my music goes. Bruno Mars, Bass Hunter, Prince. I've, Bruno Mars has been something I've been listening to lately. I hate to admit it. Yeah, I know. Because it's... I don't like that new song he has done. What the... the uh, that's what I like? That's the song right there. That's the shit. It's not a bad song. I'm not saying it's a bad song. It's just, it seems like it's a combination of music that I can't distinguish. That See, that's his whole formula. He takes old, like, 80s hits, keeps the same tempo, same cadence, changes the words to, like, you really gotta know, you really gotta know funk music to know where he's getting the song from. Like, yeah, but see, that's a, the thing. I think that's what I don't like about it. It's got the funk beat, the the underlying, but it's got current words, and the two don't seem to mix in my head. That's what make. That's where he makes the hits from. He takes like, um, I forget what song it was. It was like "Sunshine," "You're My Sunshine," something like that. That was just "Candy Girl" from New Edition, you know, updated to a you know two thousand version. And that's why a lot of people like it. Well, older people like it because it reminds them of eighties, right. you know, R and B, funk, and new new people like because it's saying it's modern and like twenty four karat. One group is listening to the words, and the other group is listening to the beat. Right, twenty four karat. That's nothing but nineties, you know, what I'm saying early nineties cameo type of Morris Day type shit. Yep, it is, and I love that song. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, he got one of the Versace shirts. It's strict, it's, it's nothing, it's just pure 90s. And that's why it, it appeals, and new kids are like, oh, this is nice, this is this brand new style. I was like, it's nothing new. No, it's nothing new, but, you know. So, speaking of 90s, speaking of 90s, stuck in the 90s, I should say. LeVar Ball. <laughs> and this that he is stuck in the nineties. Cause like I was looking when I first seen this shit. Big baller brand. <laughs> that is nineteen ninety five style. And the have you seen did you look at the shirts that he had? No, I didn't. It is I still have. it was it's purely something you'll see in the nineties nineteen nineties video. Like, you could picture yourself seeing, like, Master P wearing it, you know, jump around, you're about it, about it, about it, you know, it's, oh, it's 
It's 90s for real. Now. Oh, God. These are bad. You looking at the shirts? Yeah. The shirts are terrible. I don't know what. You, <laughs> they're bad. The <laughs> shirts are terrible. It's just it's the style of when all rappers started, you know, wanted to start having their own clothing line. And that's the exact style all of them were in. Big giant logos, you know, bling bling type shit. That's all it is. Yeah, I... And I'm so conflicted about it because you want to support him because he's no, trying... No, I don't. No, no this, no, this is why you want to support him. Because he's going against the grain and starting a brand where, you know, where actually black men own, you know, own their own brand and are making their own. Instead of going to Nike and Under Armour and Reebok and all the other shit, they making their own brand. So you want to support them in that. You know, and I was like, okay, I can't, you know, I can't, these shirts are ugly as shit. I'm not going to buy none of these shirts. And I was saying, you know, I'm going to wait to see what these shoes look like that he's, you know, been bragging about. <sighs> and he comes out with these, oh, God, these $495 shoes, low-top basketball shoes, these $220 slides that look like prison slides for the most part. And he's And he goes on Twitter and says, Hey, if you can't afford it, you're not a big baller. <laughs> now, this is my problem with that statement. You are selling sneakers and ghetto flip-flops. That's what I'll call them. Because black men don't wear the same kind of flip-flops that white men do. I'm sorry, they don't. <laughs> So, this is your mark. How many people, he talks about, you know, uh, you don't see everybody running out to buy a Bentley. No, you don't see everybody running out to buy a Bentley. How many people you see buying a Bentley, riding around in tennis shoes and slides? Think about your market. He didn't think about his market. He, he he thought about just I don't I don't either that it's gonna cost him a lot to get these damn shoes made and he's got to recoup the money. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. That's plain. That's that's obvious. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's just going off. You know, like I said, it's stuck off that '90s that '90s bullshit where you know, bling bling, everybody's balling. You know, no, <laughs> big balling is my hobby. Witness from the ground up on his own, which means. Nike isn't backing him or, you know, somebody isn't backing him. That means he has to have his own factories. He has to hire people. He has to get his own materials. He is, that's why these shoes cost $495 because he has to recoup that money somehow and still try to make a profit. If Nike had backed him or Under Armour had backed him, they already have the factories and the staff. And both That's of them already in their, you know, overhead. And both of them already told him no, because he came. He must have came right. in there with this this shoe, saying this is what he wanted to charge. He doesn't. No, this is what he wants to charge for him. 
No, I'm, what he said is he didn't want it to be a Nike brand or an Under Armour brand. He said he wanted to use their equipment but have his own brand. And they're like, no. If I'm using my equipment and I'm using my people, it's going to have my logo on it. And that's not what he wanted. That's why he had to go out on his own because he didn't want anybody else's logo or brand on his ship or merchandise. And he's on a paper. I mean, that's why the shoes cost $495. But excuse me, do you not realize who you are trying to sell these to? I think your community, your population, the people you are trying to sell these to don't have $500 to spend on one pair of shoes. Yeah. And he's alien. And here's the thing. If you'd have came out with these shoes, they're not the worst looking shoes. What makes them ugly is the price on them. Because, let's say, like I said, I want to support them, but these prices are ridiculous. If he had came out with these shoes and said, you know what, here's these shoes, these are my son's brand, $100 each. I probably would have got a pair for my daughter to play basketball in just to say, support the, you know, support the brother doing this thing for his son. You know, he's out here trying to do it. But you come out with this outrageous price tag. And then got the shoes selling for a $1,000 because it got your son's autograph on them? Nah, I can't do it. I support you in spirit. That's all I can do for you because right. you are killing and it. And right the people that can afford his shoes don't want them. The people the people are buying his shoes, though. They are but selling. Look who the people are who are buying them. They're, you know, people who got... These are people who walk around with $500 in pocket change. And it's funny because, like, you know, the pro athletes are buying them and trying to make, right. make everybody look bad for not supporting them. Like, you support this support brother. I'm like, he's not trying to support us <laughs> with this price. I kind of got mad at him because he made a comment against Shaq. I think it was Shaq. It was Shaq. And he was like, well, you selling your shoes for $60 at Walmart because he's trying to sell his shoes to the people who can afford them. $60 to a single mother with three sons is a reasonable price because she can save up $180 for Christmas shoes. Um, His shoes are like 30 bucks, <laughs> not 60 Well, 30 bucks, 60 bucks, 30 is even better. Right. But what I'm saying is he is selling two the market that he wants to support. He wants their support. He wants his community to support him. If I am a single mother and I only have to come up with $90 for a pair of Shaquille O'Neal shoes for my sons for their birthdays or Christmas, I can do that. I can save $2 a week to come up with that. What the hell? I can't even do the math in my head right now what I would have to save up over 52 weeks to come up with $495 for one kid. Okay, wait a minute. 
What are you looking up? It's not happening. It can't happen because I could use eight fifty of that to feed you for two weeks. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's, it's not feasible. It's not reasonable because you can't even promise your kid this for Christmas because it's that. I, you know, I, I don't know how people come up with money for Xboxes and PlayStation fours and all. I don't I don't understand how they do it. But if you have three children, you only got to buy one Xbox. Right. That's true. Hey, we need to take a quick break real quick. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. <laughs> what was we talking about? <laughs> I have no clue. Shoes. To my LeVar Ball. Oh, yeah. Like I said, he's stuck in the 90s. Everybody in the 90s is all about big money. I'm so rich. I'm so rich. Bling, bling, money ain't a thing. That's why he, that's where it's coming from for this price, the style, the whole everything is strictly nineties. The shirts, yeah, the shirts, the designs. About, um, it's not about the millions; it's about the billions. Big baller brand. How basic of a damn <laughs> name of your company is that? No, no, that's all him. You think some? You think some nineteen? Year, you think some eighteen-year-old kid's gonna say, "I'm gonna name a company, design a shoe, and it's gonna be big baller brand"? No, that's all the dad. That's all dad. That's all dad. You could be right there. Like I, if you um go back and look at the like I said, it's like when all the rappers decided we're gonna do our own clothing lines. And everything was a black t-shirt with a big-ass bright company logo. You know what I'm saying? And that's what exactly what it is. Big baller brand. He needs somebody. He needs to sit with somebody who done this stuff before and say, okay, listen. Break all this shit down. First, we're getting, first we're changing the name. Big baller brand is not going to no, do it. first you need to, if you decide you're going to produce the product, the first thing you need to do is decide who is your target market. You are not going to be selling these on Rodeo Drive. You're going to be selling these to people who looked up to or idolized you or your son or whatever. They're basketball shoes. I don't think I've ever seen. Let me take that back because I work at a college, so. <laughs> no. I don't think I've ever seen any of the white students there. And I'm going to say that because I'm, I'm going to make the assumption that, you know, 
they have the $500 to pay for these shoes. They walk around, they either wear hiking boots, or they wear flip-flops. That's it. He's trying to go after the sneakerhead audience. But his dumbass don't realize that Jordans don't get to that price to after they're in the store for 200 and they sell out quick and then the second market they're for $500. That's what this dumbass don't realize. He think he finna just cut the middleman sell the shoe for $500 itself. He's pretty much like, you remember back in the hood how you always had the, you know, the one black store where everything was fucking overpriced. You're like, God damn, man, why is it seven bucks for this box of cereal? Oh, but the white man, if the white man was selling you this box of cereal for seven, you'll buy it in a minute. But the black man selling you won't buy it. You know, that type of guy. And that's what he's, that's what he is. He's a black guy with a black store where everything is overpriced, knowing he's probably paying the same amount as the, you know, if he's smart, he's getting the, you know, the, the cheap price for the, you know, the well, bulk. But wants to give you that extra just so he can make, you know, because he's the black man. No, to give him the benefit of the doubt. No, I'm not by giving him. him no. By him not accepting a contract with Nike or Under Armour. Like I said, he doesn't have access to the equipment that they already have in place. Uh, no. He, it, has to, he has to come up with that equipment and staff to run it on his own. So he is outpricing himself by not working with the people who have the equipment and resources he needs. I want to do this all on my own. That's why your shoes cost $495 and the people who actually want them can't afford them. No, here's the thing. You no. should have been able to, No, he should have had the money And I, that's, I, I agree. I probably would have paid for them just to support, but that's too much. But no, right. no, I'm, no here's the thing, though. I'm not going to get the benefit of the doubt because you can hit up China through some ways and get your shoes made. There are black companies already that have shoes that, that get their own shoes designed and made. I have two pairs. I have, what, one, two, five pairs of shoes from a black-owned company that they get their stuff designed and made in China. And shipped here, and they sell it. They sell them. And for the three pair, I bought myself a pair, and I bought Danny two pairs. They were thirty bucks each. I bought myself two pairs of shoes from another company, and total they were, uh, I think, uh, seventy-five dollars for both pairs. But at so, what cost? That's something I, I paid seventy-five dollars for both pairs of shoes. What I'm saying is that what cost? What eight-year-old? That's uh, hey, that's that's the world we live in. Everybody pay everybody. No, everybody it's go. not the world we live in. Hey. because if it was, we would still have seven-year-olds working in this country. They can't. No, they can't. I, they can't I, control I, who I, makes I, it. That's every shoe company. No, 
I can I can agree with him for not going that route, but I can't agree with him for not going the route of partnering with someone who already had equipment, who already had staff, wherever they are, and however much they're being paid. You're giving him too much credit. To, like he's trying to go out his way to do it the right. He's not trying to do it the right way. <laughs> From what you, you're giving him too much credit. He's not trying to go about this the right way and not have you know child labor. That's the I, last thing he's thinking. Well, I'm, well, I'm not giving I'm not giving him too much credit. I I don't agree with child labor, but you know he has the opportunity to partner with people who can lower his cost. Right. To his consumers. And I'm telling you. And he didn't do it. No. And, well, and that's what I have a problem. No, with. no. What I'm telling you is he don't want to lower his cost. That's the thing. He doesn't want to lower his cost. He's saying this is a this is something rare. This is a new brand. This is what we're worth. This is what you're buying. You're buying a piece of us. This is five hundred dollars. You you can't afford. It. That's on you. We're here. Well, then if that is the mindset that he has, he's gonna plunge us right back into the eighties where people are getting robbed for their shoes. What you mean the eighties? That never stopped. <laughs> that never stopped since the eighties. It's not as it, you because uh, you're not you're not in that age group anymore to see it. It's never stopped. I, it's never uh, stopped. Me, my sons grew up. My sons had, and maybe just that my sons are evil. <laughs> but they had nice shoes. They had nice clothes. Nobody robbed them for the and it may be because they grew up in Madison. I was about to say you grew up in Madison. I when I went. I didn't <laughs> bite your tongue on that one. <laughs> they grew up in Madison. But um, my daughter was recently robbed in Milwaukee. Exactly. They robbed you in Milwaukee. When she was telling us about her being robbed, she said he just ran past and snatched my phone and my purse. Every one of us, me and both my sons, turned to her and said, you didn't chase him? And she's like, I had on heels. I was like, you didn't take them off? Because I came from that environment. I would have chased him. No, no, you came from No, here's the difference. That me, I wouldn't have stopped. No, here's the so difference. Here's the difference. You came from that environment. You know how to stand out on a block with your cell phone and purse where somebody just came reach you up and grab it. You know how to stand. You know how to hold it. She didn't think she needed. Okay. I know you need to at all times. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. If you grew up and know, okay, especially at a fucking gas station, self-pump, pay before, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's always, it's always people standing around the goddamn gas station. You know, okay, I, I look where I'm at, then we look how I'm she standing. Was, she wasn't looking around because she grew up in Madison. Exactly. And for whatever reason, this gave her a comfort zone. I don't know why my sons got it and she didn't. Because it's because the sons know to be alert to their surroundings at all times. I I worry because my kids don't have it at all. <laughs> my kids do not have it. I try to tell them like, hey, hey, put that. Put what are you doing? <laughs> Stop that. Just look where you're at. You know, but they don't have it. Um. I'm kind of happy about it because they not grew up in a 
hood situation, but at the same time, it's like... It's not like they're in prison their entire life. Where they're constantly looking over their shoulders and guarding their food. Hey, that's how I grew up. Guard your food. That's exactly how I grew up. But I, I, I refuse to accept the mentality of... Because you know people that are out of an imprisoned environment kind of eat with their arm around their food so nobody else can take it. I don't. I eat with my fork ready to stab you. <laughs> like, well, well, in my high school, you had to eat a certain way so that you know somebody couldn't. They had this bullshit game when I was in high school. It caused a lot of fights, but it was called Snatchy Timeout. When you had your food, you had to say Timeout Snatchy. If you didn't say that shit, somebody can grab your food and say Snatchy Timeout, and they had to take it, and that was theirs. So... That's some bullshit game, you know. Only certain people played this shit. Cause you and you, somebody take you go in the line, get your food, and somebody snatch that shit out your hand, and just walk away, and say snatch your time out, motherfucker. We got to fight. We finna tear this motherfucker up, cause I'm hungry. <laughs> you know, did they have something like that when you was growing up? Bullshit um, hood game. No, but I remember my. I I had recently moved from California. Milwaukee. Very different environment. I was in a school for the gifted and talented in California. I went to an inner city. Was it the Xavier school? school. Hmm? Was it the Xavier school? No, not in California, no. Okay, I'm just making sure. But I went to a typical inner city middle school in Milwaukee. I didn't know the rules. But I knew what happened is a girl touched my bread and it was spaghetti day and I really liked the spaghetti and she touched my bread. I took my tray and I slapped the shit out of her. Why'd she touch your bread? I have no idea. Maybe it was the whole game that you talking about See, and I it. didn't know nothing about the rules. See, that's that bullshit. She was trying you. See, it's just, high school in the hood is just like she prison. She try me again. Hey, hey, hey. High school in the hood is like prison. You're going to have to fight. <laughs> They're going to try you with some bullshit. You might get raped in the bathroom. I don't know. Depends on what depends on what, country, what state you're in. But it's, it's crazy. It's like you got metal detectors at the door. <laughs> so everybody's on a level yeah, playing field. Our security guards are crackheads, so they was getting served their dope in my high school. The motherfuckers would take your pager, because, you know, I'm old as shit, so we had pagers in high school. they take your pager, and at the end of the day, you go to the office, like, I can't get my pager. What pager? I didn't take nothing from you. Unless, you know, your shit getting sold out on the block somewhere <laughs> for some rocks. So, yeah. My high school was kind of different. But, whose high schools well, are like prison? Because I was a nerd, and I was a nerd that would beat the shit out of you. 
So I wasn't privy to a lot of the information that was going around in the school. But, I mean, I knew that there was marijuana being sold in the bathrooms. I knew that there were teachers sleeping with students. Yeah, I, I knew some of what was going on, but I, I really, I, I'm not a people person. I don't associate with people a lot, so I just tried to stay out of it as much as I could. Wait a minute, wait. So there was teachers sleeping with the students? Was it in your high school? Was it male sleep male teachers or female teachers? Both. Jesus. Was it just my high school that shit wasn't going on? I might have, you know, you might have heard some rumors about. I don't know. Our teachers were old as shit. Maybe security guards were sleeping, were trying to get with some of the students, but not the damn teachers. My history teacher. When we got ready to break for spring break. My history teacher wrote his phone number, his own phone number. Well, when I went to high school, that's the only phone number he could have written. But he wrote his home phone number on a piece of paper, put it in the palm of my hand as he kissed me square on the lips and said, I hope to hear from you. Damn. Did he ask you what that mouth do, though? Shut up. <laughs> That's some bullshit. No, the bullshit is I actually called him. Ah, see? He knew what he was doing. He shot his shot. No! <laughs> it wasn't... It wasn't... It wasn't that I was interested in him. I didn't... I, I, I swear that... This is where that... Um... He has a higher understanding of what's going on than I did. Because I was a year ahead in high school. So, I was in 11th grade at 15. Uh-huh. So, you know, I didn't know what that, you know, I was like, why did he give me my, because I called him three-way that tells you how long ago it was. <laughs> <laughs> I called him three-way with my cousin on the phone and we're like, he, 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 he ain't gonna answer. His girlfriend answered the phone. And I said, may I speak to Mr. Anderson, please? And he said, oh, not this bullshit again. <laughs> I don't know what she said, but he got on the phone. He was like, oh, I'm so glad you called. I panicked and hung up the phone. That lets you know that the balance of power was not equal. I didn't know what I was doing. But wow. he knew what he was doing. And my cousin was like, what was that all about? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> wow. I didn't call him back, but I got an A in his class. <laughs> Did you have to show that A to get that A? Mm -mm. That is wild. So you think he get that, gave you that A to shut you up, or he gave that A because you earned it? I think he gave me the A. If I have to think about it now as an adult, I think he gave me the A. To, no, I earned that fucking A. <laughs> you almost admit it. <laughs> no, but I think I would have got that A anyway because I never said anything else about it. And I didn't shy away from him as a teacher 
because I didn't understand what was actually happening to me. Mm-hmm. I was a kid, and I truly was a kid in my head. And he made the the forward press, and I didn't get it. And because I didn't bring it up again, or I didn't tell an adult, he figured out I didn't get it. But I think I would have got that A anyway. <laughs> He's like, I'm just going to give her A so she shuts up. <laughs> but I didn't realize until I was like almost in my 30s that, you know. He, he shot his shot. He was going for it. Like, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, he was all the way, all the way in. That is wild. So that was just rampant at your school, huh? So it's, all this shit you hearing is nothing new to you, pretty much, is what you're saying. About teachers and kids? Yeah. No, it's nothing new to me. Yeah. I had, a, there was a teacher, and I'm going to call her out, and I hope she's listening, Miss Bennett. She slept with the football team. Now, was that a rumor, or do you have actual proof that she did it? I don't, that was a rumor. Okay. I know she slept with the basketball team. Okay, okay, okay. You say she slept with the basketball team. All 12 varsity members of the basketball team? I only saw two. Okay. She slept with a couple members from the basketball team, not the entire basketball team. And what, what, did you, what proof did you see that that happened? I walked into the boys' locker room. Whoa. whoa. And I walked into the boys' locker room. I was the statistician for the basketball team. So I had access to all the locker rooms. I walked into, there shouldn't have been anybody in there. Remember, I said it's the debate team. Mm -hmm. They don't change in the locker room. I walked into the locker room for I don't know, picking up towels or some shit. And she's on the bench with two of them, and there is a line. <laughs> I just turned around and walked the hell out, and I was like, damn, Miss Bennett a freak. And I heard she did the chest team. The chest team? The chest team. Did you not hear me say the debate team before that? <laughs> So she just loved the nerds, huh? Jeez. No. Football, basketball, baseball, debate, and chit. She liked... Boys, pretty much. Because, damn it, that just... She just liked young oh, boys. I might want to mention that I did go to a mostly black high school. <laughs> oh... So she was just in the locker room, just giving it up to two of them, and the other ones in the line waiting for their turn. Either Mr. Kern was a math teacher. A couple cheerleaders told me about him. I don't know why the hell I was talking to cheerleaders, but <laughs> but yeah. And I 
might might want to mention that Mr. Kern was six five. Okay. Say what you're trying to say. <laughs> so. But, yeah. So your high school was just wild, then. Yeah, my high school was nuts. I, at, at one point, when I was a junior, I was in class with a student who was the younger brother of the principal of my high school. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh yeah, he's never gonna get in trouble for anything. And he didn't. <laughs> okay, so can we get to Trump now? Oh boy. What about Trump this week? What 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 aspect do you wanna go over? Have we gone over the health care bill? Do you really want to get into that? Because that's another whole hour of talking right there. No. I can sum it all up in one sentence. Erectile dysfunction is not considered, not considered a pre-existing condition. And still covered. <laughs> but yet... Acne is... <laughs> See where I'm going with this? Well, I mean, all you could do is look at the picture of Trump and his people celebrating the appeal. And it was all white men. I don't think any of them was under 50. Let me give you, yeah, that's the picture I want to pay for you now. You men are 60, 65, 70, 75 years old. I swear to God, in the next two years, Congress is just going to fucking die. But they're going to drop off in mass. <laughs> no, they're not. That motherfuckers live forever. Do you not see that shit? Motherfuckers that held the office for 50 years. <laughs> Them old ass people, but 80 years old. All good things come to an end. Nah, you got to vote them. You got to vote them out. Let's hope. Let's hope. I don't have... Okay. Let's hope. I will agree with you. Let's hope. Because the last time I said we don't have to hope Hillary's going to win. <gasps> because you I know why? Because people would rather vote and lose all their goddamn rights and assistance just so that poor people of color can't have it. Even though they need themselves. So that right there... Mm. The fact that people are still out there supporting Trump, that tells you that. But wait a minute. Remember how Trump said that all those li liberals were paid? How do we know that these people aren't paid? How come nobody's looking into that? Are all those Trump supporters actually Trump supporters? Or are they just white people who were paid to show up with a sign? Either way. Ah, uh, either way, if Trump supporters are moving away from Trump and he's having to pay people to show up, 
Hello? The best thing you could do, take five minutes on and go on Twitter and search Trump regrets. There's a whole Twitter. Oh, I've seen all the Trump Oh, it, it, is, it is a beautiful thing to watch. I mean, it's sad because they just said just the, the people would just, just oh, I'm so, I can't believe you did this. I, I, I can't believe you you voted this way and I voted for you and you lied to me and no he didn't lie to you <laughs> this is what he said he's gonna do and he no, did he did lie to them he did lie to them he said I'm gonna bring coal jobs back nobody wants coal anymore you know why it's expensive to mine it's environmentally dangerous you know it kills the people who work in the freaking mines. So, you know, yeah, West Virginia wants coal mines to come back because that's all they freaking know. Here's a clue. Go to school, bitch. See? And, well, now, that's and the reason. Their case, see, that, elementary. see, that thought process, right? That thought process is why he won. People talking to coal miners like that, low education, don't know better. Well, I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna vote for Trump. He's gonna keep my job. See, you got to give him options. No. You got to give him some. You got to give him alternative to doing that. You just can't tell him to go to school because they. That, they have been given alternatives to do that. They, Obama put in place funding for all kinds of trade programs, all kinds of uh, GED programs, all kinds of educational programs. If you wanted to go back to school, you could. But they you, dug their heels in and said, I ain't got to get no education. Because he was a Negro. The people yeah, well, is going to come back. That's you, what they did. So don't get mad at me for mocking them now when they mocked me when they was given an opportunity. But they couldn't listen to a Negro. You know that. Oh, well, now your ass ain't gonna be able to do shit because you ain't gonna have nothing to cover your black lung and you ain't gonna have no job. No sympathy. Do you know that rape is a pre existing condition? How is yep. that? Wow. Domestic violence is a pre existing condition. I didn't know he was a betterer when I met him. <sighs> But now, see, this is my problem with the pre-existing condition. Because if I had insurance before I was raped, it can't be considered a pre-existing condition if I was never raped before. Yes, it is because you have a vagina. So it's pre-existing. You hurt you hurt, you hurt something that pre-existed, so that's why it's not covered. You had a vagina vagina before you you had a vagina first, and that's okay, that existed. You cannot be up against abortion then, because I had a uterus before it was infected by a baby. That's not an infection. That is a gift by God and baby no, Jesus, no, no, and you must have no, no, no. it. I'm just telling you the thought process. You 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 asking the question. Okay, how is domestic violence a pre-existing condition? Because if you're, I was already insured before.
before I met this man, and he beat my ass. After I met him, while I was still insured, my insurance hasn't left. How the fuck is that a pre-existing condition? Because you're a woman and you're supposed to know your place. That's what they say. I know where you live. You know that, right? <laughs> this is not me talking. This is not me talking. This is what the, this is what the thought process is. This is what this is what you're dealing with. This is what you got sixty year old men trying to decide what benefits a woman should get. What do you expect to happen? That's a Here's one for you. I am a married white male. Married to a white female who stays at home. Make sure it's my dinner's on table, on the table, and everything. Blah blah blah. Right? Uh huh. If I am the only one insured and she is covered by my insurance, if she becomes pregnant, my insurance rates jump up seventeen thousand five hundred dollars. Explain that one. Well, I'm not explaining that one. <laughs> no, you can't. That's because these 60-year-old men got 60-year-old wives who can't get pregnant no more. And they either buy off or kill off they little floozies on the side. Oops, I mean to say kill off. I meant buy off. No, they kill them off. <laughs> History has shown. <laughs> History has shown. They, they get killed off. They don't care. Plain and simple. They don't give a fuck. No, it's not. I don't know. No, I, I think that some of them do care because it took four times. This is the fourth time this is up. it was up, right? Or is it, was it the third? The third or fourth time it was up. It took them three or four times to get this passed because people were saying no, 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 no. Even their own people were saying no, 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 no. They actually had to exempt themselves from the bill and put in a $8 billion, which is nothing, pad to cover subsidies. It won't even cover it for six months to get them to vote for it. So some of them know what they're doing is wrong. So some of them might actually be semi-sort of semi-quasi-Christian because <laughs> they know you're not supposed to leave the poor and the elderly in the cold but they voted for it anyway three of them got on TV and said they didn't even read it <laughs> do they ever is that shocking though I mean 
that's how the way it's been. They just blindly go in and vote. I'm not a politician. 212 pages of it. I read it. That's because you know it's going to affect you. If you know no, it's not going to affect you. You know it's not going to affect you. You're not going to put your all into it. You're going to skim it, if that, and say, "Well, it's, it's Republican." Affect me immediately, but it does trickle down because my my employer pays for my insurance. But it does trickle down to me because they want to cut basic services. That include maternity care, ambulance rides, prescription drugs, and emergency room visits. <laughs> Sean Spicer oh, put the American, oh, wait, the Affordable Care Act in all of its pages next to the American Health Care Act with all of its none pages and he said this is their plan this is ours and I said yeah you cut the fucking insurance out of it <laughs> they're like well you can choose what you want no you can choose what you can afford now because everything the fact that you want to charge me because my kid has fucking acne? But you want to keep the fact that your dick doesn't work anymore in the plan? Fuck you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm pissed. That shit pisses me off. Because then you want to stand there and look at my face and say, I have Christian values. I'm sure Jesus would not approve of this. Everybody knows. Oh boy, don't get me started on that whole religious shit stuff. Shit. Let's get you started. No, no, that's, here. no that's, that's, a, that's another episode. We're going to have, we're gonna have an episode talking about religion. That's going to be the most controversial fucking episode we ever ever had. You might get shut down on some places for that shit. I'm not doing an episode on religion. Oh, why not? You scared? I'm a Wiccan. Okay. You can be a Wigger all you want to, but we're going to talk about an episode on religion. Watch the comments on that Because they already think I worship Satan. I don't. I'm all about, my whole religion is about what you put out, you get back. What you put out, you get back. And you can call that karma if you want to. What I don't understand is what these fuckers have been putting out forever. Forever. Go ahead. How come none of it has come Boy, that just shows you. It, it, when is Karma gonna do that boomerang shit? And you know what? It, you know what will make me just laugh my ass off? 
if they all got ass and dick cancer at the same time. You know what though? It does come back on them. But it's, how? No, it's not. It's nothing that's seen in, in. It's seen in private, not in public. Like little shit happens to them that you know they, they what? don't ever. What? Ain't none of their wives died. Ain't none of their kids been bumped off. Ain't no bombs hit their house. Where does it come back to them? They Where? all they all have deep family secrets that they don't really talk about. And that's where family secrets, what the fuck does that matter if they don't get exposed? That's not karma. <laughs> if you can hide a secret, it's not biting you in the ass. Oh, they can hide a secret because they got the money to hide the secret. If you or me had some tragic shit so in our family happened. karma chewing through that money so they can't hide that secret anymore? Because karma doesn't work like that, I guess. That's the only thing I can tell you. His baby has the same thing my baby has. I understand that, and my prayers go out to you every day. So, that's hidden close to home, so I'm just... I'm sorry, (laughs) but... Calm down, (laughs) please. No, no. I'm not Paul Ryan. I'm me, and my prayers go out to you every day. And if you ever called upon me and asked me to help you, I would, because your baby did absolutely nothing wrong but be born and be the beautiful child she is. So, fuck them, and I love Charlie. (laughs) But like I said, shit is hitting them hard. They can't sleep at night. They have issues. They have health issues that doesn't get out. They have fucking ulcers and shit like that. Ulcers aren't covered. That's why they're exempt. (laughs) So they're they they they're not people like that aren't living this happy life that they put out on TV and social media. They are fucking depressed. They are stressed they're out. Not. No, they're not. They are rolling around in money. At the end of the day, going, "Ooh, look what I did." They got wives that fucking hate them. They got children that can't wait for them to die, and. They surround themselves with one another, because you notice how big the crowd was. You know, oh, we did it, we did it, they're high-fiving and blah, They are saluting one another. They don't give a shit about their wives, they don't give a shit about their kids. They don't care about any of that. It's like, oh, yeah, oh, 
sounds really stupid, but I'm the least social person you'll ever meet. And you know me. I'm very shy around people. I'm very socially anxious. But I don't go out of my way to hurt anybody. Ever. Because I don't need to be recognized. I don't need to be a superstar. I don't need to be out there in the public. I don't need to have the camera on me. I don't need that. What I need is for you to be real with me. These people are small and insignificant in their own mind. And that is why they do this to show their power over others because they have no power in their own life. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What happened? My phone beeped. <laughs> Did you get it? Oh, it's after, oh, it's almost 11 o'clock. Somebody texting you? I don't know, you know, you're going to text late night, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm mistaken, I don't know. I do have bank accounts and things that alert me too. What, you spending money late night shopping? I said bank accounts, not PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, I need to talk to Danny about that. Uh, but yeah, these are small-minded, small-penised people who are just being trivial and evil to people because they can, because somebody voted them into power. If anybody wants to support me in my campaign for 2018 or 2020, let me know. Really? You gonna run for this? I didn't say president. I, we know that shit. <laughs> oh, fuck you. I think I've got domestic shit under. It's the international things that I, I don't know. And I willingly admit I don't know them. I'm willing to learn them and I'm going to try before 2020 to figure out, you know, why we do this with this and this and that. Because I'd like to. You know, it only costs you $5,000. Put your hat in the ring for president. You have to either have to spend five thousand dollars in advertising and materials, or you have to get five thousand dollars in contributions. That's all it takes, and then you fill out a form. That's all it takes to put your name in the hat for president. I'm good. I'm all right with that. Hold my money. You're not gonna support me. You run. You 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 don't want to run for president. Why not? You don't. Oh want, yeah. You, you that's because I would be Bernie Sanders. <laughs> you don't want them digging in your past and your 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 your. Oh, uh, they could dig in my past. They could they could put all of my past up. I'm not a convicted felon. You will not see any pictures of me doing anything inappropriate. Are you sure? You, I'm, I'm 100% <laughs> positive. 
I didn't say you wouldn't find any pictures of my butt, but you wouldn't find me doing anything inappropriate. But, I, I'm good on that. You can dig it. Go ahead, dig through my past. I don't care. I don't care. There is only one thing that might come up that I'm even slightly ashamed of, and I can spin that. That I can spin. There is only one thing in my entire life that I would have to spin. Dig through my past. I don't care. Okay. Dig through your browser history. Go right ahead. <laughs> All you're going to find is a bunch of shit for wow. Women of Wrestling? World of Warcraft, <laughs> you asshat. Alright, tell them how to okay, find you. Find Give your Twitter find out. Do you hear me? Hmm? Give your Twitter out. Tell them how to find you. No. Follow us on Twitter. It's uh, Backwards Genius Zexy, Z-E-X-Y. Uh, you'll see Michelle's Twitter on there. You'll see my Twitter. Follow us. Uh, look for us on Facebook, Mixed Up Network, M-I-X-X-E-D-U-P-N-E-T-W-R-K. On Facebook, if you have any questions, suggestions, or just want to shoot us an email, mixedupnetwork at gmail.com. Uh, what else is there? Add a, add our Twitter page, Zexy Love. Search Zexy Love and add us on Facebook. We need some real people on there. Some I've been oh boy, people are fucking outrageous. Oh, I was showing Danny some of the profile pictures of people you may know that came up on this page. It is ah. Uh, I didn't know you could put shit like that on Facebook. Just. I have a clue or a tip for the males that are listening. We don't like pictures of your penis. They all look the same. They just come in different colors. That's all we see. So you're not happy about getting the random dick pic on Snapchat is what you're saying? Yeah, stop it. <laughs> I say, ladies, if you get dick, random dick pics, get the power back. Send tit pics out. Just show, send them out to random guys on Snapchat, Twitter, whatever. Take the bar, take the power back. Send out random oh, tit pics. Oh yeah, like they're really gonna be upset by that. They will. They, they'll get up. They'll, you know, they get upset. Try to block you, and then you win. No, they. So, ladies, just, just shush, fellas. I'm helping you out. <laughs> ladies, just send random tip pics to guys, and show them how it feels. You know, bring them down a notch. Oh no, ladies, don't listen to him. Yeah, just. Just for the one lady who's out there who might actually... Hey, so <laughs> we're going <laughs> to send out those tip pics. Send them pictures of your butthole. <laughs> like that's going to... Yeah, go All ahead. Send them pictures. <laughs> and everything, no bleach. Yeah. 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 Ye
cats if they like that. So, ladies, <laughs> take the power back. Send it, send it out to them. Time to shut it down. Follow me on Twitter. M-I-X-X-C-E-O. Mix CEO. Anything else you want to say before we go? Thank you for listening. Like us, comment, subscribe, and share. And travel light. We out.